I'm Kelsey Zeiser. Welcome to What's the Story, a short podcast from Light Reading, where we take a step back from the most significant topics in telecom to tell you the latest news, how we got here, what it all means, and what to expect next. Today, I'm talking with Light Reading's Jeff Baumgartner about Vantiva's plan to acquire Comscope's home networks unit in exchange for 25% stake in Vantiva. Eight years ago, Vantiva acquired Cisco's set-top and modem business. Jeff also explains how this new acquisition could impact Vantiva and Comscope's bottom lines. Hey, Jeff, welcome back to What's the Story? How's it going? Oh, it's going great. Thanks, Kelsey. Thanks for uh, having me on again. Good to be with you. Yeah, just living the dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Vantiva recently announced that they're planning on acquiring Comscope's home networks unit. Can you tell us what's going on there? Yeah, you bet. Um, yeah, it was uh, kind of a surprise, I think. Uh, I, I think the Vantiva maybe w- would have been one of the candidates for this, but uh, it really goes back a ways because Comscope, uh, ever since they bought Eris a few years ago, uh, from the very beginning, they were trying to figure out what to do with the home networks unit. And that's the one that uh, makes broadband gateways and set tops. And, uh, yeah, and, and if, you know, that unit, it throws off a lot of cash, um, but it's in a market that uh, is shrinking, you know, like uh, – when you, when you kind of take it together, particularly on the video side. Um, and at one point they wanted to spin it off as a separately owned, or I'm sorry, a separately run and operated public company. Uh, and then they decided to put that on the back burner because of, uh, you know, the pandemic and all the supply chain issues and other market dynamics that, um, made sense for them to hold off and, you know, look at some other options. And uh, at some point they did say that uh, an alternative might be to try to sell it. And, you know, we've been kind of speculating, well, who would want to buy that? Would it be another private equity type of firm or another company in the CPE business? Uh, And then lo and behold, here comes Vantiva and they, you know, they bought Cisco's set top, CPU unit uh, a few years ago. So they've been kind of uh, doubling down on that business in a way, uh, you know, and then Vantiva has gone through some changes as well. You know, they used to be known as Technicolor and then they did a spinoff where Vantiva became the unit that uh, does all the CPE. And I think they have like a DVD business and some other uh, piece parts um, uh, that's a little more focused. So, uh, so anyway, I guess the, the name of the game is uh, scale, even when we're talking about a part of the business that uh, is shrinking overall. But it's like, hey, let's yeah, I was scale wondering up what and, the yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I was wondering what the benefit to Vantiva is. But I guess if they're trying to scoop up similar um, divisions, uh, that maybe it makes sense, um, like you mentioned, with uh, being able to scale that up. Yeah, and I think... Uh, uh, you know, like when I was talking to the Vantiva CEO about it, you know, he mentioned that, uh, you know, the market, even though Comscope and uh, Vantiva were kind of the market leaders in in a lot of ways, uh, the market was still relatively uh, 
fragmented. So it's like, hey, we can combine the business. You know, we can find synergies. Uh, we can add a bunch of customers that Comscope had that maybe that we did not, and also maybe hit parts of certain geographies where they both serve, but they can kind of expand there. So, uh, and then to find some operational synergies as well. And they talked about uh, streamlining the portfolio. And, uh, you know, I think another big question for Vantiva is whether they're going to maintain Comscope's retail uh, business because Comscope does sell modems and gateways at retail under the uh, surfboard brand that they inherited from Eris. Uh, so the CEO of Vantiva, he, he kind of said, hey, my my ears and eyes are open about this idea. And, you know, we need to talk about it, understand the value of the retail business and make a decision on whether to maintain or grow it or, you know, do something else with it. Yeah. And it sounds like Vantiva also has a different um, target market. They're focused on Latin America. Is that right? Now, interesting. They, right. um, yeah, they're interestingly enough, uh, both Vantiva and, and Comscope have pretty solid presence in, uh, in North America. Okay. Uh, you know, so I, I think they, they, I think they both have decent presence on in the kind of the broader global market. It's just that uh, some certain customers uh, work, maybe work with Comscope instead of Vantiva or Vantiva instead of Comscope or maybe a blend. Uh, but the way that Vantiva, they, they didn't outline, you know, the big tier ones that they're going to get through this deal, but they, they said there's like eight tier ones that Comscope has that they did not. And then there's like 30 other, or maybe it's 40. I can't remember the exact number of quote unquote, you know, significant customers that they would get, access to. So in, in a way, it's also kind of buying market share through this whole agreement. Uh, I think that's another piece of it. Okay. Yeah, I see. I, I was, um, I got focused on the part of your article about the satellite receivers in Latin America. <laughs> so I got oh, yeah. Up I think that was, I think Vantiva, yeah, I think I was putting in some numbers about Vantiva's uh, CPE business. And you know, I think you mm -hmm. know, the video side, you know, is, is very tough right now. And I think their video CP business had declined in the first half of the year, but there was like a, uh, they kind of drew some attention on the satellite video business in Latin America it was like a particular part of the market where they were struggling. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Uh, I, I also thought it was interesting in your article um, that Vantiva stock was up about 20% in on Tuesday. Um, based on the announcement because it seems like sometimes with acquisitions they you know they can hit a nosedive in stock or so yeah the fact that it went up that seems pretty promising yeah i think um yeah i, I guess i'd have to put my like get, get into the the shoes of an investor and when you look at that piece of comsco's business even though it's uh going the other like it's getting smaller <laughs> it's still right. a very cash based uh, business. And the other thing, you know, I guess the one thing I didn't mention early on is you know, part of the deal, you know, Comscope is going to still have its hand in the game because there is, I think, in exchange for selling that division, they retain a, uh, they get like a 25% 
interest in uh, or stake in Vantiva. So, you know, they are unloading it, getting off their own books, but, you know, they, they still have a hand in that business. So they're not completely out of it. So they'll still have some influence and uh, some skin in the game, I guess, from, uh, you know, from the Vantiva standpoint going forward. Yeah. And you also had an interesting uh, update to the article, which I wanted to ask you about um, in terms of what this means for, um, you know, kind of Comscope's debt and their bottom line. Um, how how yeah. does this um, acquisition impact um, Comscope and, and what are some of the long-term benefits there? Yeah. So my understanding is like the, uh, like this particular transaction will not have a big impact on their big debt load. Um, but interestingly enough, the the transaction with Antiva came about when there were other reports and, and we were able to confirm some of this, that Comscope is also looking to, un, to uh, unload some other assets in its portfolio, including uh, Ruckus Wireless, which they got through the, the Aris deal, and also the uh, their Access Network uh, Solutions Division, which also came through with the uh, the Aris deal. So when you kind of put it all together, it's like, wow, you know, they did this Aris deal a few years ago, and now they're kind of unwinding the whole thing because um, maybe they they over uh, they took on a lot of debt through those deals, and you know that debt's coming due here in the next in a couple of years. So I think they need to make some uh, some significant moves to to lower that and kind of get their leverage under control, um, but. Uh, I'm not sure who's going to, you know, there's, I have no feeling yet on who's, who would acquire some of those assets. Uh, you know, there's a lot of potential candidates from the cable access network side that might be interested in some of those assets, or I also heard, Hey, don't forget about private equity. You know, that maybe there will be some interest there. Uh, but you know, then they want a quick return typically. So, you know, you're kind of, you know, even if you do something like that, you'd have to uh, try to turn that thing around pretty quick and try to make something off of it. So, yeah, um, sure. yeah so, you know, Comscope said, hey, you know, we're we're evaluating pieces of the portfolio. We'll have more to share later, but they weren't being real specific about the piece, the pieces that they want to, uh, you know, possibly sell. Gotcha. Uh well, this has been really interesting, and um, I'm I'm curious to see how things kind of shake out for Comscope and and what they do um, in the near future to get some of that debt down. But this this seems like a good first start. Uh, any other thoughts on this acquisition? Uh, well, I think um, again, I think uh, Vantiva coming in was kind of a semi surprise, um, but when you looked at other CPE players in the market. Um, I'm not sure if anybody was of the the size or had the resources that uh, Antiva does to pull this off. And you know, they did the integration of Cisco and they bought LG's CPE business and integrated that. So they have a lot of uh, experience. Um, the other thing I didn't mention was um, there's still a big question about whether Antiva will support a uh, dual silicon model for Doxis. Gateways and modems. Uh, traditionally, Vantiva has been very much of a Broadcom shop, and Comscope has worked with uh, historically with like Intel 
which, you know, those assets went over to Max Linear. So uh, I think if I'm a Max Linear, I'm going to be keeping a pretty close eye on things with uh, Vantiva whenever, when the deal gets done in the fourth quarter, if they decide to, uh, to maintain multiple sources of silicon. And, uh, but I think a lot of that decision is going to be determined by the cable operators. They seem to have a lot more influence in, in terms of the direction of uh, DOCSIS 4.0 uh, CPE than they did in the past. So, uh, so we'll be keeping an eye on it. So that was my long-winded uh, extra on that. No, oh, very <laughs> helpful. <laughs> well, um, thanks, Jeff, for the update. Look forward to hearing uh, more about this in the future. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Kelsey. Thank you so much, Jeff, for taking the time to talk today. And thank you to our amazing producer, Pierre Landrio, for making this episode. Be sure to subscribe to the Light Reading Podcast for more interviews and insights from the team. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.